Poota, everybody. Hello and welcome to Greedo Shot First. My name's Connor. I'm Andrew. And we're here to talk Star Wars, all things Star Wars, and anything even freaking related to Star Wars. But today, gang, we're a bit remote. <laughs> we gotta we go are. back behind the scenes. So if it yes. sounds a little different, that's why. But yes, uh, just uh, some some logistical difficulties uh, forcing us to to be apart for today. Yes, but but we want to all... keep the keep the content flowing, <laughs> or as much as we can. We want to try, try and bring you a good episode today. But as always, uh, we're here with uh, Brian, our producer. Brian, how you doing? I'm doing well. I sound a nice. little different this time. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be the one person that sounds really nice using your bougie SM57 mic, and <laughs> we're yeah, just talking my, on like literal headsets. Mic. Yeah, yeah. Sure. it happens. Well, well, to that end, so today we kind of want to take it a little bit easy, and we want to do, uh, I guess you could kind of call it a, a news-related episode, more not so much real news, it's more rumors. Tips and rumors? I don't know how we want to kind of phrase it. <laughs> just well, just yeah. the tips. No, I, I, just I, the tips. <laughs> I think that's a fair way to put it. Um, you know, certainly the, the biggest Disney news and Star Wars news we touched on a couple weeks ago, um, yeah. at, you know, in regards to all of the new Disney Plus shows, all of the films, etc., that are proposed in the coming years. Um, we also touched the, a little bit. On the sorry, we also just touched a little bit on the video games uh, in our last episode with uh, games and that as well. Yes, so I think we still have a little bit more to scratch on on that itch. So I think <laughs> we're going to kind of start with some of the rumors surrounding the games that we know are in development, or at least rumored to be in development. So you um, want should we kick off with that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think right. the let's the, do it. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, the, I think uh, the first one might be uh, actually to do Fallen Order 2. Well, uh, yeah, we could do that. The The other one, uh, there's two games to cover. I know that. Let's start with Fallen Order 2 because that's that's at the top of the list here. Yes. So, All right. I mean, we so, know that there's going to be a Fallen Order 2. So they, like, That's I mean, not controversial. Yeah. So we, I mean, Say if, what? If <laughs> spoiler alert for the end of Fallen Order. He does make it out alive. And that's <laughs> that's just another Jedi out there in the universe. <laughs> Yeah, I think surprisingly I, low stakes in at the end of that game. <laughs> I honestly like I well, yeah because everyone just makes that out fine and we all get ice cream at the end too, so we're all cool. <laughs> but like I you know I I think there was a big rumor going around that Cal could have been the one to go and actually rescue uh, Grogu at the end of Mandalorian instead of Luke. That was a floating theory that I had heard. I don't know about you. Yes, I definitely heard that. Um, I think, and I think what's I guess interesting there is that it does feel inevitable that like, you know, his mission and like Sears mission to that extent, well, it's actually Sears mission um, yeah. is to find these other Jedi. So it's like, okay, well then when are they going to find, you know, like Kanan and Ezra and yeah. yeah. And, and other children and Grogu, etc. It's going to happen. Way, it's going to happen. But that, that also feeds into just what, um, what like the difficulty is writing in so many new Jedi to the canon? I mean, you think about like right the, the bare bones of it. It was always just Luke. He was the last of the Jedi, right? You know. Yes. And then next thing you know, we started adding a little more lore to it. Then there's Yoda, and then blah blah blah. All of a sudden, we have Kanan and Ezra out in the universe. Ahsoka's out in the universe, and uh, Cal Castus is out in the universe now. For all we know. Yes, but even to that end, these are only some like rumors uh, that are floating around on the internet right now. So we're gonna read a couple of little statistics, uh, kind of give our thoughts on it. First one is just 
the game starts immediately after the events from the first game. So you know, like it'll just be a you know a snap like that, and you'll be back into uh, what was the name of their ship? I can't I can't even remember. It's been a while since I played the game, but like oh <laughs> something fancy, no doubt. Yes, so it's a very it's a very upscale ship. <laughs> uh, but all the same, um, I'm sure like like to what you were saying, I'm sure they're going to be picking up their mission to keep searching uh, survivors of Order 66 and or Jedi Younglings at that, that you know, at that. But uh, the uh, next one that actually shows up, it says that Inferno Squadron or Inferno Squad will be making an appearance. So, first of all, I don't know how that's going to work. That's a hot take. It is a hot take because so Inferno Squad wasn't actually formed until after uh, the destruction of the first Death Star. They are like they are directly the like they're a direct correlation because of it. Like they wouldn't exist without it. Like they their sole purpose is to rule out like root out the people responsible for it, and that's why they're like the most effective and blah blah blah. So if that's the case, we are almost like we're almost guaranteed that Cal's story is going to take. I mean, decades at that it's point. Take a bit of time. Another, yeah, it'll take a bit of time because where was his story in the first game? I mean, I think it. I think in the first game he was at what was it? I mean, like about five or six years after Order sixty six. Is that right? Well, yes, yeah, because um, we see, you know, young Cal is a pretty young, like probably ten ish or so. Mm-hmm. And then we get, you know, we flash forward and it's, I mean, I think we are to assume that he is, you know, in that 1920 range, that that kind of standard age for Star Wars protagonists. Uh, you know, it, so, so maybe we're talking like a 10 year gap, but that still leaves 10 years until like the, you know, the Skywalker saga essentially yeah. kicks in. Fair enough. I mean, to that end, uh, you know, it could be something like it's maybe it's even a, a lead into what could pot- potentially be Fallen Order three. You know, well, he, su- sure. he survived one game so far. What, like, what's to <laughs> say he's not going to be able to go a little bit further? I mean, and that was the other kind of major rumor when they, when it was pretty much confirmed that uh, Respawn was working on the next iteration yeah. of the game. That okay, this is going to become like a full on series. Oh, exactly. Um, and and I think we even suggested at the time that like okay maybe it'll be like a serialized type of series, yes. um, that we will get multiple like uh, you know Jedi games, but they won't always be set in that like post Order sixty six timeline. Maybe there would be something during the height of the Jedi. Maybe there would be something like following the events of Rise of Skywalker, whatever the case may be. That's true um, too. So, I mean, I guess we could still be heading for that, but obviously there's no reason to believe that this story isn't going to focus on Cal and co aboard the right. Mantis. The Mantis. That's the, <laughs> the ship you were looking for. So Fair fancy. <laughs> the fancy. The fancy Mantis. Stinger Mantis. The Mantis. Dr. Mantis the Bargain. <laughs> uh, well, uh, to move on from that, the next little bit of it they say that there will be new inquisitors to arrive and apparently one of them will be uh, the character Torellian and I actually had to look this up uh Torellian uh, was a bounty hunter from like the clone wars and uh it says here the criminal uh Cassie Cryer was the Torellian Django jumper 
as the eighth brother, the member of the Galactic Empire Inquisitor- Inquisitorious or something like that. So uh, she is related to an eighth brother of some kind. I'm not exactly totally sure, but that's <laughs> yeah. that's just the rumor flying around right now. Sure. Her first just appearance was yeah. Her first appearance was from the episode uh, like lightsaber lost. Apparently, so would she so, then be like the eighth cousin? In a way, I'm really I'm really starting to like not understand how the Inquisitors are set up when it comes to their family structure. It doesn't it doesn't really make much sense because like you're running out of it. Is like is there a first daughter and a first son, or is it like <laughs> does it go back and forth? Because that's yeah. kind of what what it seems like half the time. That's a fair. It's like uh, a fifth sister and a twelfth brother or something like that. I don't know. Yes, fair, fair question that I, I'm sure we probably won't get any straight answers on. Of course well, not. Fair enough. Thing one, thing uh, two. <laughs> there's also another rumor flying around that uh, there are talks to include Darth Maul. Uh, Sam Witwer will be coming back to cameo. Again, this is also just talks. But I mean, if anyone can uh, bring that sinister power i'm sure it's sam but i don't know how that fits into what cal's story would be at that point too well and i think that's a pretty fair point i mean if it would seemingly require a departure from cal's current mission Mm -hmm. in order to loop in maul who's probably i mean truly at this point i mean assuming that we are talking roughly 10 years before like a new hope i mean that pretty much coincides with the solo timeline i was gonna say would that would it maybe be something like um is that crimson dawn yeah so that would be crimson dawn i was gonna say so like so think of like in the first game when you get abducted and like taken to prison would Mm. it be you think there could be something in the the timeline of the second game where he just they run into or brush up with uh some kind of issue with the the syndicates well, that, actually, that probably does make a lot of sense because that is kind of that's like the tie is potentially is that you have like Grease, the yeah. pilot of the Stinger Mantis. That who makes sense. Was, yeah. Who was in trouble with the Haxian brood. And <laughs> I mean, obviously, like Cal does his part to kind of damage the Haxian brood uh, through destroying like their entire ranks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh. But at this, plus all of their like hired bounty help, uh, bounty hunter help. <laughs> but, but yeah, so maybe I, it's like Maul enters the picture in so far as he's now able to claim them as part of his, you know, kind of crime syndicate. So yeah, to that point, we could see it. We could actually see like his. We could see Crimson Dawn be more than just a name. In other words, exactly. You know? See like, all- the action a little bit. Right, because like we see the early days of it with the you know towards the end of Clone Wars, and then we just don't know what happens up until Star, you know, until Solo, a Star Wars story. So there is a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot of room to play with. I think that that'll be yeah. that'll be uh, interesting to see how they play it off. Yeah, and that uh, probably does set a little bit of a stage just in terms of how, like, I mean, it provides reasonable cover for like how Crimson Dawn became so expansive in right. a short period of time. Well, so. it's also like it, the uh, rumor fa- uh, around it right now is saying that the game is uh, it's uh, scheduled for a fall of 2022 release, mm-hmm. and it's also supposed to take full advantage of the Unreal Engine Five. Which, uh, you know, if you, if you look at there's 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 uh, plenty of example videos on YouTube of people who go back and they'll do like um, like 
uh, Super Mario 64, but with the Unreal Engine. Yeah. <laughs> and you never thought you could see like such real textured grass or something like that, or a mushroom. Like it's pretty incredible. For sure. Um, so I'm excited to see what the Unreal Engine can do for this because I know the last game looked beautiful, and this is also a good chance for. Um, the new generation of consoles to really shine i know that uh this like fallen order actually is supposed to be getting an update or just got an update it did get an update yeah and apparently Uh, i mean you know i know none of us personally have a a ps5 uh yes i wish we would have had a a few extra moments to spend with our games and at colleagues (laughs) Uh, we could have had we could have had him soon uh, enough with them Yes, but I, I mean, oh. but I know Andrew Fiak in particular, not me, um, has certainly talked up like the yes, this is what they promised. Like it is oh, so yeah. beautiful, it's so immersive. Like I mean, you know, truly the PS4 game is completely all of that as well. Right. Um, but I mean, but, I can imagine it's the loading time and everything like that. The loading time is supposed to be like incredible. Yes. Like it may not seem like the biggest deal, but like you know, you. you <laughs> You kind of put it up to what you're you're experiencing. I think it's like a you know a two minute loading screen on certain games. Yeah, and it's like less than ten seconds for that to load up this entire map. I wonder Who if knows? that changes like, you know how they would do like those kind of like loading like kind of mini levels mm-hmm. in yes. the original game. Like like I'm thinking about like when you were uh, like underground and there were those ice tunnels and whatever <laughs> on, on Zepho. So you could do like a mini game in between or something like that. Or well, like... and I'm just saying, like maybe they were just like, okay, you don't have to do these stupid things anymore. Like... <laughs> That's fair. But there's also the fact that I just don't want to lose. I don't want to lose my tips and tricks to come up on the bottom. Well, that's true. You need screen. you need those. <laughs> <laughs> How am I going to know what to do? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know what? He had like uh, to Fiox end. He actually was talking up uh, Battlefront Two uh, and how beautiful it looked on it. And there is rumors. Uh, you know that uh, Battlefront Three is indeed in development, but it has not yet, it has yet to be announced. So yes. it's just the rumors are out right now. But I mean, that's kind of just. I think it comes with the territory anymore. I think everyone kind of expects it to be coming. I mean, yeah, I think the only reason to doubt that it would be coming is that we've done this twice already, and we've only gotten to number two. <laughs> that's so, uh, in both instances but yeah i mean i i would love nothing more than to see you know where battlefront 2 like for ps4 pc xbox one whatever mm-hmm. like where it's at now you know after all of the kind of working and tweaking and fixing that they did mm-hmm. but you just launch the game that way Mm-hmm. And it's on, you know, next gen consoles. And what a wild just... concept! Yeah, <laughs> and it can just Complete. do some insane things. Like, you know, I want to see that uh, 128 player map or whatever. Hell uh, yeah! That... Want to see so... it drop in? Yeah, exactly. Right, so... right. Well, so... That, I mean, that'll be exciting to actually get some more details on it if we do indeed get them soon. Yeah, and to go back to the Inferno Squad thing, I mean, the the one thing that I kind of, you know, I don't necessarily see the connection except that, like, uh, you know, Iden Versio is, like, one single-player character that they made, and then, like, Calcasus is the other single-player character that they made. And that's Um, the the only thing they got going for him right now besides for EA. yeah, Yeah, exactly. 
And I mean, obviously, I mean, I'm, you know, confidently say, stating that Respawn is going to make the sequel to Fallen Order, which right. is, which will at least mean that EA will still somewhat be involved. I wonder if there's any chance of it, like, if of Battlefront 3, like, moving off of, like, the... the battlefield engine or anything like that well god willing like if they <laughs> if they do have their hands on unreal i feel like they could they can really like push for that yeah i don't know how it worked for the multi like for the multiplayer but i i'd have to imagine that it would just you know it would just be just as sharp yeah but i mean we can see on that yeah we'll have to see well to uh oh yeah well i was yeah. just gonna say i i know i think where we're heading next is the alleged uh kotor sequels yes. in the works yes and well so not no i was gonna say not even just the sequel but remakes as well yes or remasterings <laughs> um but so uh as for media who handles all the star wars porting and remastering for like uh the switch and playstation and stuff like that like they recently just did um they did like jedi academy uh one and two they did star wars episode one racer Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they're they are apparently making a AAA RPG, and it is on it is a, on an ex Bioware hiring spree as well. So they're hiring a lot of people who used to work for like uh, the actual Kotor development. Yes. So they, the, they're, the first game anyway. Exactly. So people are believing that this will be either people working on the remaster itself, or it'll be a brand new you know game itself. Which to that end, I would be excited for them to. Even get I, if they didn't do Old Republic and maybe even move to Knights of the High Republic, you know what I mean? If you're if you're gonna if you're gonna start opening up this new story, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's there's an opportunity to go there. I don't know how you feel about that, but I just wanted to kind of give my two cents on it. Yeah, I, I think there's a couple of things at play here. One of which is you know part of the appeal of the original Kotor games mm-hmm. is that they are definitely from that era where the continuity didn't matter that much so to speak um and you had that like i mean i would say there are more robust ethical choices in the original kotor games than there are in even like the the bioware games that are held up as true classics like dragon age and like uh, mass effect etc like the choices are really complex and there's not a simple or easy way to navigate like, oh, I just want to be good or I just want to be bad. <laughs> like, I mean, you're going to do things that are going to inversely affect the thing that you're trying to accomplish. Person A will remember that. Exactly. And like I just that. think that, that there would be a little bit of a difficulty in painting a high republic picture as that story is still unfolding mm. um you know in tra- in terms of trying to make it fit within canon i think the only way you can really do a like true choices based rpg would be to do something more along the lines of kotor where it's just so far out of the timeline that it doesn't matter that makes sense i mean even to that end um getting uh, going back to our thrawn review uh they had made mention that you know the the chiss had um involvements with the sith you know uh sith empire war or something like that which mm-hmm. could you know possibly dive into what is you know uh the, the old republic era you know we could even see some point of view on that you know maybe we could see the distant relatives of the Mithra or the myth family. Yes. You know? 
You never know. Yeah, and and I think that would be awesome. I, I mean, right. I'm totally into all of that, um, and I would love to see Kotor, but with like the Mass Effect and Dragon Age mechanics behind it instead of being mm. like a sort of action rpg where like i mean yeah it's action in that you click the action button repeatedly to, <laughs> to keep attacking um, yeah but actually, know, where if it's, i mean think about uh, i don't know if you if you're familiar with like how the recent like assassin's creed games are but they're focused more on the rpg side of it but like you're still you have you can use like special abilities and you can upgrade your character as you go and stuff like that so i mean even using that as just a basis and being able to move up from there, I think could be could be interesting. And like yeah. even to that end, Kotor, you didn't have to exclusively be a Jedi. I think you could be a bounty hunter, you could be a smuggler, stuff like that. You could be a soldier. You know. Well, yeah. So the old Republic gives you that option. Mm-hmm. The MMORPG. But Kotor, like Kotor, you start out as a soldier, and then you learn that you have force powers. You do have uh, like a certain level of customization. You could be male or female. You could change your appearance a little bit, but mm-hmm. uh, but ultimately, like your story is still defined. Like you're, I like in the first right. game, you are Revan no matter what. Because that's um, yes, that makes sense. And like in in the second game, you are the exile. Uh, yeah, and like canonically, like if you've read the uh, Revan novel, uh, yeah, uh, you know Revan is a man, and canonically the exile is a female, but that's about the only true choice that you're given. Yeah, I wish we but should you talk. Can... About... Sorry, Go ahead. no, I'm I, sorry. I, uh, I was just gonna a little anecdote. I was gonna say we should talk about that book a little bit more because I always I always forget that like. <laughs> I just I've never played the game, but like I know enough about Revan just from that, you know, from that story alone. Yeah. You know, and that's that's where I get most of my base. Yeah. From. And it's a good I mean, the novel is really well done and it's written by Drew Carpetian, who mm-hmm. is like the lead story artist for uh, the original KOTOR, which is really oh. cool. Like yeah. Okay. You know, and and he also I think did some of, like at least Mass Effect One I want to say as well. Like he he was just story talent for Bioware, essentially. Oh. Um, but then he was kind of like, all right, well, apparently Bioware or Obsidian or whomever is never going to finish this story that I want to tell. So hey, can I write <laughs> the book to finish this story? <laughs> oh, fair enough. I mean, that, so yeah, and. Maybe this is a chance to come back and even do a little more justice, or even give more twists on it, or make it make it just kind of more streamlined. Who knows? Well, I agree with that because I, I mean, I understand where the book comes from, and I understand what it's trying to do, but it doesn't. It's not necessarily the satisfying story that I think most oh, no. people who played through the games are like. That's not what would have happened. <laughs> I, I, I like I didn't play the game and I wasn't satisfied. Trust me. Yeah. Like the ending yeah. was the ending was very like, oh, you know, it was it was shocking. It did it did its job. I can't say yeah. I was happy about it, but like I was like, okay, all right, <laughs> <laughs> all right. But so uh, let's move off of that. Let's move on to a little more into the rumor mill. Uh, yes. Let's see here. So next moving out we, of video games a little bit. Moving too, out yes. of video games, we're going next to TV shows. Yes. So the next one we have here is the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, apparently, it will have uh, some fan favorite bounty hunters featured in it. Uh, the, and again, this is also just from the rumor mill. So let's play around with this. Yes. Uh, the the idea is that uh, with Boba Fett, 
uh, he is going to be establishing himself as a crime lord, and he'll probably be doing the uh, the classic thing where it's like, I need to put a crew together. You know, so he goes around and he hits all the chop shops and the strip clubs, and he's like, "I'm I'm putting a crew together." He's like, "Son of a bitch, I'm in." You know? Heist. And he finds he finds Boss hiding in the woods or something like that, and he's like, "I mean, you know, something like that." But so to that end, I've heard Boss, I've heard uh, IG88 potentially, uh, you know. But the the funnier one, and I don't know how this could even work, was Cad Bane. Um, so that, that'll be fishy. I mean, yes. Cad Bane, like him and Cad Bane would have a lot of history. I know that. Yes. Um, but to that Cad end, Bane would have a lot of history in general because he would be old. Yes. <laughs> so, so to that end, I was going to say like with his deleted scene, like they have the animatic of it, of him being killed by Boba Fett, presumably like, uh-huh. does that, would that still be considered canon? Well, that's the that's the fishy. Part. <laughs> I mean, maybe, and somebody else's Cad Bane salvation in the same way that Boba Fett is uh, Ming Na Wen, or, yeah, Ming Na Wen's uh, Fennec Shan's salvation. That's fair. And he's just like looking. She's got a bit like a was it robot parts in the middle? Yes, <laughs> I could see um, that. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but probably not would honestly be my guess, <laughs> is that they would just kind of gloss over that. It's not something that appeared – well, as as I think we've discussed uh, in previous seasons, um, mm-hmm. the old rule used to be if it's on film, it's real. Yes. <laughs> so but even to that, like, yeah – but does it feed into deleted scenes? Because we've talked about this too. Yeah. If that if that means if if it's true to that end, then that means that uh, what's her face died twice. Can't think yeah. Of, uh, Shakti. Uh, Shakti, because she had two different deaths in the death scenes. Yes. Uh, can you imagine getting all that makeup done just to die twice? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Good work if Anyways. you can get it. I guess. <laughs> just steady gig. Awesome. <laughs> um, so um. But uh, besides the rumor of Cad Bane, the other one that I kind of would like to see uh, is Embo. Yes. Uh, do you you remember Embo's character at all? Y- yes. Also from like Clone Wars era. Exactly. Does he show up at all in Rebels? I'm trying to think. Not in Rebels as far as I can remember. He actually makes a cameo in the last book of the Aftermath trilogy. Yes. Uh, because he, he find out that uh, he worked with uh, Jazz's Aunt Sugi. Like yes. he was on her crew, yes. and like, cause and like, and Jazz was like, like apparently loved his dog or whatever, or like <laughs> the hound that he walked around with. So yes. like, uh, Duncan, for if you're not familiar, Embo is a, he's a Cayuso character. He's a uh, an alien. I forget how the species actually looks, but like they have this really cool like brim hat that kind of makes it look like the the lone swordsman. Like think yeah, of Ghost looks of like, Shima. Yeah, know? it looks like Raiden almost. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, like from Mortal like Kombat. He, he uses his hat like in his hunting. Like he'll throw it, they'll knock you down. I've seen him ride it like a surfboard, stuff like that. Like it's insane. Who throws and, like, a his shoe? <laughs> and his hound would go and pick up the hat too. I remember that too. Like, it, okay. like he would drop it. It's like, I'm sorry, but I'll pick it up for you. Oh. <laughs> so to that end, it would be cool to see Embo because technically I mean, he's alive around the time of Battle of Jakku, and that's only about a few years prior to Mando, so what the hell? Yeah, for sure. That that actually makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I wonder if, like, Jazz could be 
a potential character as well, like building well, on that, that. I can see that just because Dengar is also in the crew. So right. if like, and Dengar is also another one to, you know, kind of get name dropped because we have IG-88, Bosk, Dengar as some of the original bounty hunters from Empire, right? Yeah. And you put them all three together, at least Dengar, you know, like I said, you have him there. I don't think Boss showed up in Aftermath like that, but still like, you could put them together. What the hell? Why not? <laughs> no respect for Zuckus and uh, 4LM. Well, th- you remember those stories. Zuckus yeah. was kind of a, he kind of it was just full of hot air. It sounded like <laughs> well, and exactly. Like, and, and like 4LM just followed him everywhere. <laughs> I yeah. I mean, I guess on one hand, I certainly I would be surprised if we don't see the recurrence of some of those bounty hunters from Empire. Uh, right. You know, especially insofar as the teaser that we get for the Book of Boba Fett is like, oh yeah, you remember Bib Fortuna, like this super <laughs> random creepy character from Return of the Jedi? Well, we're gonna bring him back and we're gonna make him fat. <laughs> so, Wanga. Yeah. Boba. Um, so, so I would be extremely surprised if we don't see Dangar, Bosk, etc. That's fair. Um, but at the same time, I also wonder if, like, Empire from a certain point of view is factoring into these rumors a little bit. I can see Just that. because we do get to see pretty much all of these characters get their own standalone story uh, around the events of Empire. And it's just well, like, yeah. oh, yeah, those people are interesting. Let's learn more about them. They fall. I mean, yeah. So uh, why not? I, I mean, we need it. We need to actually talk about that book. I don't know if we would. Would we consider that a book review, though? That's, I mean, that's I, the hard part. I would. I. Yeah. I guess my. You know, we can have this conversation further off air, <laughs> or we can have it right now. That's uh, but I guess my thought is, it's either that or. High Republic, which I'm still not really that far into at this point for our next okay. uh, next review. So I would probably lean towards uh, Empire Strikes Back. That's fair. Uh, why, like we we could set that up for maybe if not the next episode, then the following episode. But we'll see. We'll talk about that afterwards. <laughs> Sounds good. But let's make it official right now. The next book in line for the book review or the book club is uh, from a certain point of view, Empire Strikes Back. Is that right? That's right. Nice. Throw it in there. There we go. <laughs> well, uh, Star Wars has actually introduced a new online show, uh, the High Republic show. Um, yes. And I actually just I, I just watched this earlier today, and it's fun. It's it's a they're gonna be I don't know if they're gonna be doing this uh, every other day or if it's gonna be uh, you know every week, but it's a it, they do a little detail like they they uh, they have these uh, character trailers out right now, so you can learn a little bit about. The Nihil, you can learn a little bit about like all the new um, Jedi characters that they are introducing within the story. Um, I thought it was very helpful for me because so far I've only finished the first, uh, you know, adult novel. I haven't gotten my chance, on, I haven't got my hands on uh, any of the other material. Like, I want to get the comic book, um, and I think. It's just it's just really cool to see uh, how it's all kind of coming together. And the episode also had an interview with uh, three of the authors of the uh, actual um, of the actual books. They had Charles Soule, they had Justina Ireland, and I cannot remember the third guy. It might have been Kevin Scott. I'm not totally sure. <laughs> I mean, but uh, as I say, the 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 most that I know about the High Republic is from reading the 
children's book adaptation, which was written by Kevin Scott. So. <laughs> okay. So, well, hold on. So, what is the like? What What's the gist of the children's story? Fill us in. Let me let me put my let me put my blanket on. Hold on first. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, I I don't know how much I should say because I honestly, I sort of suspect that it does somewhat like mirror the story of Light of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to necessarily give away the whole plot, but it's basically like uh, there's something in the way of a hyperspace lane, mm-hmm. and the Jedi have to come and save the day. Yep, listen, <laughs> and that's about all I'm really willing to say at this moment. That's fair. No, listen, that's that's exactly the that's the that's the prologue, if you will, Light of the Jedi is the same thing, because that's that's what this that's what the story is. It's all it's all going to connect that way. So it's exciting. That's cool. You get to do this whole. It's it's called the Great Disaster, but it's for kids now. So exactly as as Star Wars likes to do, they like to subvert expectations when it comes to death and mayhem. So now so it's the fan, it. the Fantastic Owie. <laughs> that's that's a good way to look at it. Oh my god! But yeah, I don't know. I I'm gonna keep on it just because I I like I I'm excited to see where they go with this. Like I said, I want to get my hands on more material. Um, the characters that I have been introduced to so far are really exciting. Um, like I said, there's, there's already, uh, there's already one Jedi, uh, Wookiee and apparently there's another Jedi Wookiee coming out, uh, <laughs> with a new, like a new comic book soon, I think, or no, it's the new manga apparently. Um, oh. yeah. So they, this they really talking- is like a multi, uh, faceted multi-channel distribution. So this is very cool. At the end of at the end of the show, they did a little tidbit where they released a couple like teasers for you know this and that. And one of the teasers was for the main character of this manga that's coming out. And she I, she actually has like the hilts of her lightsabers look like the hilts of katanas. Like they have the they have the the uh, the hand grips like the guard and everything like the. Uh-huh. I can't even the cross guard. Like they actually have the cross guard on it. It looked at first like she was just. You know, she just had regular katanas on, and then you actually saw like the cover, and she's holding it up, you know, in like a, in in like almost like a soka stance. You know what I mean? Nice. So, <laughs> I'll be excited to see that. You know, I, I and it's cool, like you said, it is. It's just jumping to all these different, you know, forms of media now. So what the yeah. hell? I mean, is that uh, like this is going to sound stupid, but it's like the manga going to be like in Japanese or anything. Like I actually, they didn't specify that one way or the other, but it is going to be involved within the high Republic. I do know that okay. much. Yeah. So it's just another part of the overall story. Uh-huh. Um, just, I guess going back to the, uh, what is it? The trial? The of this, yeah. The vow of the silver dawn or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, well, when the, they, the Chinese exclusive novel that's, it's not currently being designed to be released in the U S yes. Even to that, that's what I thought they were promoting at first, but that's whenever they introduced it as a manga, I thought I knew it was a different thing. It wasn't, wasn't what you were talking about. So yeah, fair enough. We'll just have to keep our eyes open for it. That's all. Uh, but uh, to uh, go a little bit further, uh, one of the last uh, items I have, not the very last one, but this is another video game thing. Uh, so they were talking about the um, the Lego game, right? Yes. And we talked a little bit about this, but not enough on the uh, video game one, or <laughs> on the on the games in that pod that we just did. There's never but enough. There's never enough. So from all the official, I, go ahead. I was going to say, all I know about uh, 
Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga is that you can play as Babu Frick and that made yes. everybody what? happy. So that was that, that was part that was part of the big news. So here this is from the official PlayStation magazine issue 184. Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga will it will have about 800 characters, about 300 <laughs> of which are only are playable. 23 planets and or moons with 28 unique locations and players can start from the Clone Wars or work backwards from the Rise of Skywalker. And like wow. it's you can go you can go in any order that you want to actually finish the game. So if you wanted to be that nebby about it, you could go four through six, one through three, seven well, through nine. I was going to say that <laughs> neither of those two things, starting from Clone Wars and moving forward, <laughs> or starting from Rise of Skywalker and moving backwards, is the way that I would want to play it. Personally. Hell no! Like I, I think if I want to be, you know, if I want to be a realist, like start at the beginning, you know, like the, let's just start from yes. the beginning and just always release order. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> have some fun with it. Because I think even like, oh, I don't know. I'm trying to remember what the original, original like Star Wars Lego was like. Because I think it was it was literally just six doors. You know, episodes one through three on one side, episodes three, four, six on the other, do- on the other yeah. side. So when I uh, think even like the true first game, like PS2 era or whatever, mm-hmm. was, I mean, I think they started with the original trilogy and then yeah. they literally did a whole nother game on a whole nother disc that was the <laughs> the prequel uh, trilogy yeah the prequel trilogy and then they did like the clone wars version oh um that might have been ps3 timeline but nonetheless well, and, and so then a... they did like both together <laughs> right oh, well it's still just i mean it's still exciting just because based on the fact that like First of all, I love the I love collecting the characters and everything, you know, already. Like even and I, when we play these games, that's our that's our go-to. We just go and collect as many as we can. We try to hundred percent it. We've we've hundred percented Jurassic Park, we've hundred percent all the superhero ones, you know. We're kicking butt. And like yeah. I'm ex- I'm excited to get my hands on this whenever this dang thing gets released. That's the other <laughs> side of it. They keep talking about how amazing this game is gonna be. But yeah, never give but for not talking about yeah, exactly. And I think originally it was supposed to come out like this past fall, like fall of 2020. It was supposed to come out in spring 2020. <laughs> like it was supposed to come out like directly after Rise of Skywalker at the very least. Yeah. You know that's fair. But now you know and like now it's still just like they're just tickling us. That's all they're doing right now, man. Well, at and this like, point, cool. yeah. At this point, I don't really care when it comes out because, like, the longer it takes to come out, the more likely I can play this with Sully, and that will be awesome. Well, that's that's fair. That is really <laughs> exciting to think about. <laughs> I mean, I I have they didn't mention this in, in uh, the little tidbit that I have, but I did hear the fact that like you can you can actually travel between you know planets and stuff like that with any ships that you want if you want to fly the millennium falcon from coruscant to hoth you can do it if you want to fly a, a pod racer from tatooine to you know dagobah you can do it like it's stuff like that like i, Whatever I think floats it's gonna your be boat. cool yeah or, it should be you know, in like yeah exactly it should be in real time so like yeah so if you're in the falcon oh, like there's a there's a 50 percent chance that the hyperdrive will work and there's also a 50 percent chance that it won't work <laughs> and if it doesn't work then you can either go back to the planet you were just at and like have that fixed up or you but can then you just have be to like, do 
you have to do a side project and be like, listen, I'll fix your thing. But first, I need you to go get me five fish out of the lake. You know? <laughs> well, and they're like, I mean, that's... son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> and then I mean, that's a hallmark you... of Lego games, though. So. That's what I'm saying. And then that's not, now you know how it is to be the Mandalorian. Yes. Everyone thinks it's like all funs and games, but it's like, no, it's a fetch quest half the time. <laughs> yes. I have something you need. You have something I want. Blah, blah, blah. There you go. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. either way. I will be excited to get my hands on this in due course. Agreed um, there. Let me uh, let me finish off the rumor bill with one last thing. Uh, Rogue One Disney Plus series won't include K2SO, confirmed by Alan Tudyk. He says yes. at least at first. Uh, <laughs> he says like he says he hasn't been called, uh, but he's thinking it's probably going to be something like you know if they do decide to go forward with this, it might be multiple seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're going to just focus more on uh, Cassian's character. Which that makes sense. You don't want to kind of overshadow him with a, a seven foot droid at that point. <laughs> well, I agree with that, and and I think Ooh. that's always been a little bit of the rumor potentially, is that mm. we could end up with a situation where it's like season one is like Cassian on the quest, like on a quest, and eventually at the end he finds K two. Yes, well, and... that, that, I think we even said as much. Like we had hypothesized the idea of it being like the end all be all the goal is getting k2 and that's how you know that we get his story later on it could be something like grogu you know what i mean mm-hmm. like that's the big reveal that he was the valued prize all along exactly like that yeah and, and there's probably and there's a very easy path to like okay well i mean if you're literally going to have to reprogram this imperial interrogation droid anyway Mm-hmm. Uh, like you don't need Alan Tudyk to play the character before he is the character that you know. Exactly, and he's like he's gone on a whole nother persona essentially. Right. Well, he, no, I was gonna say he's gone on to say in the article because it was an article from Collider, basically saying he's like he's he's creeping up on fifty, and uh, you know he's only got a few good more years in him. He doesn't want to have to be get up on the stilts to do the character justice. He's yeah. like, yeah, I'm all for it, but he's like, I just don't want to hurt myself. Yeah, so I'm all for that. I, yeah, and that's fair. And I wonder if potentially that could just be where the role is heading anyway i mean mm-hmm. you know like like anthony daniels hasn't actually been in the c-3po costume in a long time right you know yeah like he has his kind of performer and then like he still does the the voice talent and he's there on set to say uh i would have done it this way or whatever <laughs> yeah um, that's fair you know but, but that's probably fair to uh I mean, obviously, Anthony Daniels is quite a bit older than Alan Tudyk, but it still yes. probably makes sense in a well, certain capacity. Wasn't it, wasn't it like famously that like uh, Alan Tudyk told Anthony Daniels that his is all the green screen, and Anthony Daniels called him a son of a bitch or something like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he was just like, he's like, "How dare you!" Like, I was yeah. all practical, sir. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, if I had know. known that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All these years ago. Uh, Oh well. Well, hey, that, you know that was some fun rumors, huh? Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, I think there's, you know, a lot of those. I think are pretty well substantiated. I mean, yeah. I, I saw the the thing about Rogue One, uh, or the the Andor series, I guess I should say. Um, yeah. And obviously, we know that there is going to be a Fallen Order sequel. We also know that Skywalker Saga Lego is still on its way. I, I think everything else is interesting hearsay, but. Uh, you know, hopefully that it comes to pass. I'm for I'm all for that. 
Well, I'll tell you what, before we decide to go today, I want to do something real quick with you guys. Um, so while I was uh, stuck at home, I found a BuzzFeed quiz that I thought could be fun. Ooh, very uh, nice. Oh, hit yeah. me with it. I want, all right, Everybody so I, likes I like, a good uh, listicle. All right, I want to start with you, Andrew. Let's go first. This is okay. uh, Don't Freak Out, or we reveal which Star Wars movie perfectly matches your personality. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, first of all, which best describes where you are in your quote-unquote journey, leaving it all on the floor, seeking adventure, finally getting a good, to a good place, letting love guide the way, cementing your legacy, taking your career into your own hands, getting away from the past, staying out of trouble, reinventing myself, confronting problems, motivating others, or trying my best. Okay, that was way too many options. I know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that, was, that was quite a few choices. Let's see here. Um, I might be able Narrow to do it down for show me. it to you. Yeah, show All it right, to how me. about this? <laughs> Let me see if I can figure this out. Oh, there we go. All right, can you see it? Yes. All right, nice. This is uh, this is great audio drama right now. I was going to say, leaving it all on the floor, like, is that is that everything you have, or is that, like, laundry? <laughs> yeah. It's like <laughs> and, and those are very different things. <laughs> very much. Yeah. So I'm doing a slow scroll. I don't know why there's so many here, but, hey, there's a lot of movies. There is a lot of movies. How about uh, um, trying my best? <laughs> trying your best? That's fair. Everyone can agree with that. Okay. Try my best. Describe your love life. This is going to be good. Uh, I love my friends. I'm uh, going to focus on myself for a while. I have a crush. It's finally happening. There's always there's one that got away. We're friends. Maybe more. No time for love. We're trying to change each other. All passion. It's complicated. Career is getting in the way. I hate love. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't think any of those are particularly accurate for me, a very happily married, well-adjusted person with a young child. Um, what about, what about wait, all passion? Yeah, man. Yeah, I guess all, all passion, passion is it. All passion, buddy. <laughs> that seems to be all like right. the only... Uh, only positive one there. <laughs> What's what is your comedy style? Only one person gets me. Situational workplace stuff. Well, that kind of sounds like you actually. I uh, I'm not going to answer for you, but <laughs> crazy scenarios, sarcastic, observational, inside jokes, slapstick and wacky, dry, dark, wholesome, tension breaker. Or puns galore. I mean, there is probably some truth to like situational, but I, I mean, I'm also a relatively new dad, so like both <laughs> uh, wholesome and puns galore would also apply. You know Let's what? Go just, puns galore. Yeah, because you're your dad, man. You got to work on the dad. That's tips. it. Makes That's sense. It. All right, next one. What's your fashion sense? Comfortable. Like? <laughs> okay that's fair you saw it right off the top of the bat we're just gonna skip we're gonna keep going that was the best answer i've ever heard <laughs> pick a kind of transportation any anything as long as it runs single rider a self-driving car a car with great mileage a carpool a sports car i don't care as long as i get to sleep along the way public transportation anything fast I'm more worried about the destination than getting there. Hitchhiking or a bicycle? 
<laughs> I mean, you did I, bike. I, of all of these options, a bike is the most accurate because I also drive a pickup, which is definitely not one of the op- listed options. Dang out, boys. Get back in the pickup. My bike. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That's mean. What's your ideal vacation? Somewhere secluded in a cabin in the snow? Somewhere romantic. Partying in a major city? Somewhere historic. Road trip? Anywhere with great beaches, small town living, somewhere I can gamble, staycation, camping, or on a deserted island. <clears throat> you do, um, I like you do have uh, you do have a camp. I know that. I do have do a you, camp. Do you like cabins in the snow? I know I do. I do not. Oh. So I would say anywhere with a beach. Anywhere with a beach. That makes sense. All right. Friends, you would describe uh, friends would describe you as the leader, a frenemy, a good influence, the planner, crazy, career driven, friendly and extroverted, fried or die, loner, a hopeless romantic, family driven or hardworking. I'm gonna defer to the wisdom of the crowd in this one since I'm doing this <laughs> currently with some good friends of mine. That's fair. Look, I, you are hardworking. You are hopelessly romantic. You are family driven. You are a loner sometimes, though, and you can be friendly and extroverted. But you do ride or die. Career driven <laughs> and crazy. The planner is a good influence and a friend of me, but a leader. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. Honestly, though, I don't know. I feel like you are a good influence, as well as hardworking. Brian, what about you? I was going to say good influence or family driven. Uh, like, I mean, we both. There, there's a lot of overlap for. there for sure. <laughs> Let's go good influence. I feel like that's a that's a steady enough answer, right? That is one that do... I get fairly often. All right, here we go. This is, this is should be easy. Favorite Star Wars character? Anakin Skywalker, Leia Organa, Han Solo, Darth Vader, Palpatine, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Finn, Luke Skywalker, Kylo Ren, Rey, Poe Dameron, or Yoda. So um, Boba is not on there. So Literally, probably my three favorite characters are not listed. Oh, jeez. What's your next? What's your fourth? Uh, you know, I'm gonna go with uh, Mr. Hello there himself. Oh, but Babu Frick. That's right. Uh, choose a Star Wars career: bounty hunter, spy, Jedi, gangster, Sith, pod racer, hacker slash slicer, smuggler, stormtrooper, emperor. I didn't realize that was a career. General and pilot. I mean. Obviously. How do I get on the emperor career track? Right, yeah. Well, you, first of all, you guys start a LinkedIn. I think it starts there. But uh... <laughs> you, need, you need some flashy business cards. It all starts with the prince. I mean, come on, I, the Jedi's up there. But I mean, with Boba Fett and the bounty hunter, I can see that. I mean, I think as derivative as it may be for me to say, I think my answer would be bounty hunter. Bounty hunter. That makes sense, man. Hey, it's one of the coolest professions. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Choose a companion. Tauntaun, Babu Frick, C-3PO, Porg, Jar Jar Binks, BB-8, K-2SO, Boga, uh, Ewok, Chewbacca, R2-D2, or IG-11. Boga, FYI, is the dragon from that Obi-Wan rides in Revenge of the Sith, just FYI. Yes. So, I, know. I don't know. I wasn't sure if Brandon well, or uh, Doug was familiar. You, yes, and you're speaking to the audience. I, I shouldn't have reacted in that manner. No, it's um, fine. It's fine. I Robert think from a utility perspective and a 
like companionship perspective. Uh, well, I mean, I guess that leaves two still. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go with Bubble Frick. Ooh. Very nice. You could fit him in your pocket. That'd be fun. That's right. Because, like, I was thinking about, like, Chewbacca, but then that would be... That's a lot to deal with. That That's a you, big like, pocket. Your your pup already, like, sheds hair all over the place, so you feel like you you would, like, just don't want to deal with it. Yes. You know what I mean? So, okay, here we go. What's the biggest problem in the galaxy? Evil regimes? Liars? Manipulators? Bad fathers? No compromise? No respect? Evil men, oppression, nobody helps anyone, war, wildlife destruction, or boredom? Um, my answer to that is evil regimes. Hey, yeah, can't go wrong with that. These all kind of seem the same. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love the, I love the, no this. oh, there well, you go. What do you know? Oh, what answer. do you know? You are episode five, The Empire Strikes Back. You're a game changer. You have a lot going on, and it isn't always roses. This is why people gravitate to you. You have a lot to say, and you embrace the need to risk it all and occasionally fail. You're there for your friends, even above yourself sometimes. Slow down and listen to those wiser around you, and you'll have everything you need. That's cool. <laughs> Nailed it. Nah, that so was this great. is a perfect quiz then, apparently. Slam dunk. Yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you what. Why don't we save this? We'll because this was pretty long. We could do one. Like we we'll go around the horn. Each, yes. you know, for for the next episode. Or I like this like idea we'll a lot. And, you know, maybe so one of us brings the next uh, the next quiz or something like that. I'm all for that. I like it. <laughs> well, uh, do you guys? Uh, I think. Uh, is there anything else we want to bring up before we close it out today? Well, I think I we know. can talk about the book club a little bit. I don't think it'll be. Sure. So it probably won't be next week. We'll do something else next week. But no, yeah, I we, think we two weeks from now, ideas. from the time you're hearing this, yes, we will be covering Empire Strikes Back from a certain point of view. If you've got your questions, get them into us. Connor's going to go through the, the litany of methods by which you can get a hold of us in just a moment. So I'll let, let him <laughs> do that. Um, but yeah, I think uh, Empire Strikes Back, if, if you're looking for something that it's not necessarily an easy read or a quick read because it's a lot of pages. It's a yes. big, long story, but uh, there, there, there are definitely a, some some soaring highs, I would say. there are. There's a lot of fun to be had. I think if you uh, are a fan of the first one or you have any interest in it, um, you know, it's definitely something to check out. And, I mean, Empire Strikes Back, is it's, it's already held up as one of the best movies out there. That's not even, you know, it's not even just in the Star Wars realm. It's just one of the best movies ever. I mean, come on. So why not learn a little bit about each character that you didn't realize was in the background? You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. I'm all for it. So, yeah, so in a couple of weeks from now, uh, we will be doing that. And uh, if you have any questions or comments about that, please, you can get at us at our uh, Instagram at greetershotfirstpodcast, all one word, or tweet, uh, tweet at us at our Twitter, at firstgreeto. Uh, you can also check us out on Apple Podcasts while you're there. Please re- leave a rate and review. And you can also check us out on Spotify and our uh, website, which is reggieshousepodcast.com. And if you have any questions, concerns, comments, uh, accolades, anything you want to send to us, please, we're all here. Uh, please email to greetershotfirstpod at gmail.com. That's all one word, greetershotfirstpod at gmail.com. And guys, I got to say, I had fun today. I know this is a little bit different from what we're usually doing. I 
I hope it kind of comes out good. I think it did. I, I I think I heard you guys well, and uh, hopefully next time we can, you know, get back together and meet in person and do it justice. Because every time I'm with you guys, I have a great time. I mean, Brian, did you have a good time? I had a great time. Uh, Andrew, you have a good time? It's a boring conversation anyway. I bet it was. Yeah.